Let's get this train wreck started. Perfect. It is the Popcast. I'm Allie. I'm Whitney. <laughs> Thanks so much for being with us again, <laughs> moms. Yeah. I think we have a few more. I think I have some cousins that are listening in now. <laughs> yeah, I think we have a couple of cousins and friends. You know, we've, we've somehow scammed them into listening, so. Basically. Thank you, people. Thank you. Come one, come all. Our loyal listeners. <laughs> And if you want to find out more about us or figure out what we're talking about this week, uh, we post on Facebook at Awe the Podcast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, um, let's go ahead and dive into it. We actually have a local celebrity that just came out of the woodwork in Champaign, and I'm so excited. I've actually met this woman before. She is hilarious. And I have to give a shout out to my sister-in-law. Thank you, Powers, for sending me this story because she said, you guys need to feature this. And I was like, um, I'm taking this and putting this on the podcast because this is amazing. <laughs> so um, this woman tried to discreetly apply for a new job on her lunch break from work. And the local news <laughs> filmed her and put it on the air. And so it's like the worst way of getting busted out. Um, and she is from Champaign. We're not going to say where she works currently. No, we won't because say where she still, works. Because she is still working at this yes, place amazingly. Currently which is awesome. Employed at this perspective place yes. in town. Yep, yep. So, but BuzzFeed picked it up and because she posted about it on Facebook or on social media and so they wrote an article about it and it's hilarious. So I'm literally just going to go through the article cuz they just do BuzzFeed. Got it. Perfection. Um, okay, so Janae Modis is a 33-year-old resident of Champaign, Illinois, who still, thankfully, uh, is employed by a nonprofit where she works with people with mental and physical disabilities. Modis, who is also a DJ, has recently started thinking about looking for a new job. She said, I love my job, but I'm trying to move, so I need, new, I need some money. So last Friday, she heard about a local middle school holding a job fair, so she decided to walk over and apply for a position at the school she was interested in. Uh, she tried to be discreet by going to the job fair during her lunch break, and this is when things went bad. Uh, I finished my shift that morning, and during my break, I hurried and went and changed my clothes and went over to the job fair, she said. The representatives requested she complete an application for the job then and there. She did so and then headed back to work. She said, I was focused on the application. I didn't know the local news was there. I had no idea what was going on. I came back, changed my clothes, and did the rest of my shift. Like like any of us would do. Like, yeah, nothing to see here? Nope. I went to Taco Bell. Went to I lunch. came back. Yep. That is all that I know. <laughs> that is all the information I have. That's all you need to know. So it says, uh, later that day, she was at a friend's house. She saw herself on the local news during a segment on the job fair. There she was on TV, concentrating really hard on completing that job application. And you can look this up for yourselves on BuzzFeed. It has this amazing picture of her. And this is what she put. She took a picture of it and put it on social media. But it's her, like, sitting there. She's very professionally dressed. And she's got a laptop. And you can tell she is just concentrating away, like, applying for this position. <laughs> so it says, Mata said her friend's dad was the one who wa was watching the local CBS uh, evening news and spotted her and he paused the programming and called her over. She said he jokes a lot and said they have a nice picture of you on TV right now and she said what are you talking about? And he said no I'm dead serious and he pushed play and there I was. 
they did a whole story on the job fair at some point. They zoomed in on me doing the application. Mata said all she could do was think about at that point was how it's the 5 o'clock news, which means you're going to be on 6 news. Then they're going to put you on the 10 o'clock news, <laughs> like everybody knows. She goes, well, they know now, she said, of her current employers finding out she's actively looking for new work. Since she figured everyone in town knew, she said that uh, she might as well just share her misfortune on Facebook. So that was what she put. She was like, I didn't want my current job to know I was looking for another job. And it's the picture of her, like, sitting at the, <laughs> at the laptop. On TV. So it says her post not only has gone viral on Facebook, it's now being screenshot and shared across multiple social media platforms. And I just saw today that George Takei uh-huh. posted it as well. I mean, th- talk about going viral. Like, it has gone viral. So the post that she did has, like, 48,000 shares and, like, 3.6 thousand likes. Oh, wow. I mean, it's just amazing. It's amazing. And then um, it's – so people po- started, like, sharing it and posting the funniest stuff. Like, this person that's, like, at Cousin Pooch, whatever – said so things got pretty busy after you left for your little uh, doctor's appointment yesterday i mean people have gotten <laughs> like nuts with this it's so funny so she said a few people uh, have joked with her in the office or she said a few people in her office have asked and joked with her about the situation and then people posted stuff like god was not on your side sis <laughs> <laughs> it says fortunately no upper reps have yet come to see or talk to me i'm not trying to see them i'm avoiding everyone like the plague which i mean i feel like that's what you would have to do yeah. you just what walk, do you say yeah you walk i mean you're become this like social media celebrity overnight and you're like nothing to see here everything's fine nothing nothing to do and she kind of put herself on blast from oh, the I, beginning i love it what though. do you i mean what what do you do if well, you saw that so it's probably actually an amazingly good thing that she was like you know what let me just put this out there this is hilarious someone else is gonna see it i would be anxiety at a 15 calling my mom freaking out not knowing what to do and i have so much respect for janaea because she was like well they probably know now so let's just make some fun out of it whatever um she said that the viral attention is pretty cool but nothing's changed for her just a few more people are hitting her up she's still keeping a low profile at work However, she said being featured on The Shade Room was, quote-unquote, oh. surprising. <laughs> and she said if and when her direct managers find out and pull her into a meeting, she will come completely clean. She said, well, I guess this is my time. Everything happens for a reason. Until then, she's going with the flow. And she's actually hoping that all of this media attention can harness some attention for a local shoe drive that she's helping to coordinate which is very cool is awesome and so i said to my sister-in-law that i would make sure and do a little plug (laughs) for this that i got right off of the buzzfeed page too nice um but she is also a dj like i said her name is dj silky it's called the end of summer spinoff and shoe drive it's on august 25th it's at douglas park from 12 p.m to 6 p.m It says free food until exhausted. Nice. So go donate, have some fun, go listen to DJ Silky. Janeo, you're awesome. This is like the best story ever. That is such, and it's, 
Of course, it's great because it's local. Oh, of course. And it's just, what are the chances? I keep trying to think of what I would do in her shoes. I, I, I really don't know. Just, I guess, hope that no one but this, you know, random friend saw it and just move on. Yeah. I mean, hopefully. Fingers crossed. And I'm also, I mean, I'm not an HR expert, but I mean, she didn't do anything bad that was like a fireable offense or anything by being there now maybe the weird thing about this whole story is and we i feel like we talk about social media every single podcast the only thing that possibly actually randomly i think maybe could be an issue is the fact that she put this on social media and it became viral not so much that she was there but i mean again i feel more power to her because she just like I said, she just put it all out there, like, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I feel like she was in a weird juxtaposition because yeah. it's like, okay, well, it's on the local news. And so, we're, like, is it one of those, I could, maybe, how do I want to say this? Maybe it was one of those decisions, like, I could fall to pieces and freak out that my job just saw this. Or I can just say, well... Let's just embrace this and take this for the comedy relief exactly. that it is in and, life. And just keep, you know, keeping my head up and doing my job as good as I've been doing it and, and just move on. Nothing wrong with, you know, wanting to better yourself or your situation, no matter what it is. We've all done that. We've, you know, looked for new jobs and things like that. But we just all haven't been on the news and I then know. gone viral for it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and the thing, like I said, I've met Jenea before and she's hilarious and i i mean she probably still is like walking through this company like (laughs) head hell high whereas i think if it was me i would be like hiding behind a coat rack and then like it would be like a cartoon moment like and then i'm behind like the trench coat and hat trench coat and hat and sunglasses (laughs) nobody can recognize me Somehow all of Whitney's work's getting done, but we haven't seen her in ages. I've blended in. You can't tell. <laughs> I'm a master of disguise. Well, and the thing, too, like something, you know, like I said, we've, you know, a lot of us have interviewed for jobs and have moved on and done things like that. I'm so weird about that kind of stuff with karma. Like, I'm not the kind of person that could be like, uh, uh, I'm sick. And then go <laughs> and like, go on a job interview because then I feel like that's like bad karma bad juju into like exactly yeah because then i would do this two days later i would get like the worst flu ever or something because i mean i lied i deserved it that's why you know i've, oh I've my done interviews no kid like when i interviewed here it was like like president's day or some holiday where i didn't have to work and <laughs> i came here and i interviewed i didn't have to lie oh oh Allie. This is why Allie's the sweet one. I mean, like, really? I mean, this podcast, the, the best way you can describe it is a Sour Patch Kid. <laughs> like, first it's sour, then it's sweet. I'm the sour part. And then you come in and you're like, I did. I interviewed on a holiday so they wouldn't ask us questions. <laughs> no, just so I didn't have to lie and say that, number one, I'm a horrible liar. You know this. Like, I, know I this. can't lie good. So I there's no way I could have called my manager or something and, and actually said that I, I was sick. Because they'd be like, uh, no, you're not. Um, we know you're not. Clearly you are not. You cannot lie. We can tell on the phone you are lying right now. Because <laughs> that's how bad of a liar I am. Well, we all have our strong suits. So, <laughs> anyway, so uh, just so everybody knows, again, if you want to follow, she has a page on Facebook that is DJ Silky. It's S-I-L-K-E-E. She's doing the end of summer spinoff and shoe drive on August 25th 
It is at Douglas Park from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. Um, that is 512 East Grove Street. And I think there's uh, even a Facebook page about this. So go check yes. it out. Janae, you're awesome. See, and taking this and turning it into a positive thing. Yes, exactly. Which is, which is awesome. Speaking of that, let's talk about somebody who didn't do that. Uh-oh. So uh, the Brady Bunch house was sold earlier this week. Okay. Oh, okay. And it was sold to HGTV. Not surprising. Right. So they're excited because they, um, I guess there was a bidding war for the Brady Bunch house. Also not surprising. Exactly. Um, And I guess uh, they were were the winning bid and they want to do maybe a show about how they're fixing it up and they're restoring it to its like former Brady Bunch glory. Okay. However, um, it was actually confirmed. Let's see. It was confirmed to Lance Bass that he was actually the winning bid. And HDTV took it out from under him. And so it says the agent representing the estate informed us that we had made the winning bid, which was way over the asking price after the final deadline for all offers had passed. According to the former NSYNC star, the very next day, the agent told him that another corporate buyer wanted to purchase the house at any cost. He said, we were prepared to go even higher, but totally discouraged by the seller's agent. Uh, They will outperform any bid with unlimited resources. I truly believe I was used to drive up the price for the home, knowing very well that this was the corporate intent on making their offer, and it's not a good feeling. I feel used, but most importantly, I'm hurt and saddened by this highly questionable outcome. So then he posted a picture on... I think on Inst- yes on Instagram and it's him in front of the Brady Bunch house and it and he put a caption on it that says here's the story of a shady Brady <laughs> 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 which way to go Lance Bass no kidding good play on words but I can't believe I mean that's one um, it said in this article which is also from BuzzFeed you can find it at BuzzFeed.com um, that it is the second. Um, highest photograph house in the nation yeah right past the white house like the white house is number one number two is the brady bunch house which is insane to me and then i i think that the third would be the painted ladies from full house yes probably i could see that i could see that being the third because i was talking about this not that long ago on air when uh the because they like just put the house up for sale i mean this has all happened like within like a month or a so very short window that. of time yeah because i remember reading the story about the home going back up on the market and kind of also reading oh you know second most photographed you know house right after the white house and then of course you instantly think of then you know the exterior shots from full house which i was about the same time reading that uh san francisco is no longer allowing tour buses to go in front of the full house house i'm sure those people who are residents are like we get it we get it it's full house ah, ah. It, well i mean then why buy it you know exactly what you're getting into i feel like i would just have the full house theme song on as like my doorbell yeah that and the same with brady bunch house yep here's a story as soon as you hit that like bing bong <laughs> or you hit you hit the doorbell and it goes Bing bong. Oh, my nose. 
Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Marcia. Yeah. Something like that. Pretty much. <laughs> People would hate me. I'd be outside my own home all the time going bing bong. Bing bong. <laughs> it would never get old. No, never. <laughs> never. But anyway, so the Brady Bunch house, obviously, uh, not surprised that HGTV would want it. I'm assuming they're making a show of this. That's what restoring it, it. it kind of seemed like in the article. I can't, like, confirm or deny, but because uh, I don't work for HGTV. I work for News Gazette Media. So, mis- And for some reason, HGTV just won't tell me those things. I don't get it. We want to know. But I'm assuming that's probably what they're going to do is they probably were like, we have unlimited resources mm-hmm. to, you know, buy this house because they're just going to turn around, make a series out of it. And I can see this. I can see them asking people from the original Brady Bunch to like come in and help for a day. That and that could be it. Like in demo or something like something like that. Like yeah. they have Maureen McCormick come in and yeah. she's like, you know, tearing out the staircase and talking about the memories of being part of the Brady Bunch. Like I yeah. can see it being something like that. Like a trading spaces meets the Brady Bunch. Yeah. And it's funny that you mentioned that because one of my um an idea for like an H G T V show that I've always had is Wait, you want to say it on air? Somebody's going to steal it. Oh, that's true. And this is a really good idea. Well, who knows? Maybe that that's what they're doing with this. You know what? Just yell copyright under. Like, Allie Adams, done. copyright. There you go. Watch it, HGTV. Yeah. Apparently, you like to steal things from under people. Yeah. But anyways, it would be so cool to have like famous people go and remodel famous houses yeah. that we know and love. Whether it's, you know, for TV shows, movies, everything. Like, you know, could you imagine going in, like, the Home Alone house, which was for sale not that long ago? Things like that. Which, have you ever seen that meme that goes around? It happens every single year for the past several years. And it's the picture of the Home Alone house. And it says, as a kid, I thought it would be cool to be Macaulay Culkin. As an adult, I wonder what their mortgage is. (laughs) Yeah. Which is so true. Because it's like a multi-million dollar home. Oh, yeah. I, if I remember correctly, I mean, it was like millions, plural, yeah. of dollars when it was on the market again. And, of course, when, you know, just nothing more than the exterior of a home gets famous like that, it, of course, dri- you know, drives up the price to um, where they can charge millions more. Hello, Shameless. Yep. Shameless is based on the south side of Chicago, and people drive by that house all the time they go up on the porch they take pictures all, i mean it's insane i've had so many friends who have like posted pictures online of the house from shameless and i was like i didn't even know that was a real house i just thought it was a studio set nope it's it's a real house i know uh, chicago cubs anthony rizzo he's posted a picture of himself standing in front of it on his instagram no it's a famous house yeah and yet they have never taken a picture of the outside of my apartment. I just don't I just don't get it. Thank God they didn't. <laughs> For me. I mean you really wouldn't get anything. Well, I guess technically if you want to, you know, be creeped out, go to Google Maps. No. Oh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> if you want to see your house. Ooh. Just maybe. I know. See, that's 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 the instant reaction. Ooh. Ooh. I wouldn't want to live in a famous house where people were always stopping by and taking pictures or on the porch or things like that and i think um another one over like the past year or so that like residents had to take (laughs) action about was people were sitting on the stoop of uh carrie bradshaw's 
brownstone oh. on, from Sex in the City, everyone, you know, I taking can't pictures lie. in I front of that. I would totally do that. Well, and the other thing was they were able to make money from it because clearly, like, you know, fashion photographers and, like, legit people wanted to do photo shoots and stuff like that. And they're like, yeah, give us money. Yeah. So it wasn't always necessarily just tourists. But it was people that, you know, for maybe Vogue or whatever, wanted to take pictures or, you know, a designer wanted to do a photo shoot there. Okay, sure. Give us money. Now, back to the, like, the painted ladies in San Francisco. I feel like that is one that, I I mean, those houses have been around way before Full Mm. House. And I wonder if it's, like, all families that have lived there for, like, generations and they're like, this stupid show started and what ruined it yeah that's and and you wonder what like you know brady bunch house or even shameless that kind of stuff you know if people are like okay we're done here yeah we're just we're just moving well and the only thing i can think of is uh, and i could think about this with the shameless house Mm -hmm. is if it like drove up like the property like values and all this in the neighborhood yeah so where people were coming in like moving into that neighborhood and doing all kinds of stuff. I don't know. For that purpose. I don't know. That's a good question, though. Because, you know, think of all, you know, the different shows and things that we watch and they use, you know, sometimes it is just, you know, regular studio, whatever, no big deal. But, you know, things like Brady Bunch or Sex in the City or Shameless, I mean, you could go to the place and actually pick them out. You could go to Google and ask Google what the address is. Or like uh, Sex in the City or Full House, where I believe like they're actually part of tours was going by these places. I know Sex in the City was for sure because they do. I mean, with New York being so prominent, where a lot of shows are based in New York, yeah, um, they would do specific tour because I've been there several times and they. I remember there was a Sex in the City tour because I really wanted to do it. Yep, and you go to like the like the cupcake place and there's a couple of other yeah things that you go to you go to a restaurant where you got cosmopolitans you go to central park yeah. you go to all different places yeah so it's like eh, who would who would really want to buy that house or live there yeah i mean i get it yeah but at the same time it's like eh. but I'm, i am interested to see what hgtv is going to do and i hope somehow like they do Maybe bring in Lance Bass and he ends up being like a host or something like he's oh. somehow tied to it after. And I kind of saw that they did somewhat make up on Twitter like they're, you know, we're team Lance. You know, we're sorry. That kind of thing. So they'd we'll have to pay him a fat, fat salary. I feel like for him to do it. I know. Especially now. <laughs> we'll be waiting with breath that is baited. <sighs> I cannot wait. That is a quote from Sex and City, actually. Is it? Yes. Which episode? Season six. I guess I'm like more of a casual watcher. It was when she was with Alexander Prost. Oh, towards the, oh, I guess that was like towards the end. And he's doing his big light installation and he's all nervous about it. And one of the art critics said, we'll be waiting with breath that is baited. Boom. Mic drop. I have no life. I don't know. I guess I was like more of actually... Side note, when I was in college, one of my favorite things to do was I I actually love The Sopranos, and which was obviously on after Sex in the City Sunday nights. And so I was more interested in watching The Sopranos than Sex in the City. Yeah. And so it was always like, okay, 
who has HBO? Because there was like a, I think my senior year we didn't have it or something like that. So I had to like scan my way into being able to watch The Sopranos and Sex and the City. They're both good. I feel like I've watched a heck of a lot more Sex in the City in uh, reruns, though. I've watched that show over and over and over again. Movies over and over and over again. And over and over and over and over and over again. Again. All right. Talk to me, Allie. Okay. So the Oscars, <laughs> they are doing something different this year. They are adding Outstanding Achievement in Popular Film. Which I think everybody is probably excited about because... I, I feel like with any of the award shows, there's always that, oh, yeah, that one's going to win. That one did so well in the box office. And then it's some random obscure movie, and everybody's like, what? Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because it seems like the the big thing here is more about ratings, which ratings just for award shows, pretty much, I mean, I don't know how many people really get into award shows anymore anyhow. Almost doesn't matter what they are. I always get really surprised when people ask me, like, oh, did you watch the VMAs or did you watch the Oscars? And I'm like, no, I watch Netflix like any normal human being. They're just, it's not, you know, and you could get a great host or with the Grammys, something that they ended up doing was going more towards performances. So you have to watch like a million and one performances before you actually even see an award given out. Right. And I think even the VMAs is kind of like that. It really... It's kind of turned into not so much CTV. I think the last time I actually sat down and watched an award show was when Bruno Mars introduced his song Gorilla. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, I think I'm done watching award shows for a while. And th- also the thing is, like, when you do have a really great performance, like from a Bruno Mars, or maybe you have, like, a really, you know, heartfelt speech from Emma Stone at the Oscars or something like that. It ends up going viral. You're going to see it. Mm-hmm. You're going to post it. People will share it. I mean, it's, you know, sometimes it's almost more fun to watch people live tweet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> award shows and things like that, especially, you know, being in radio and things like the Grammys or the VMAs. It's fun to just be on Twitter and to see what people are talking about. And, you know, sometimes you have Lady Gaga do something crazy or, you know, or Meryl yeah. Streep does something at the Oscars and it's, you know, you have Neil Patrick Harris, like shame some woman that's backstage and then get called out for it. You know, whatever. You know, the usual. The huge. But, you know, I, I get what the Oscars are trying to do. It's... Apparently what they are doing here is they are going to add a basically a blockbuster category and give them some attention. And also they want to shorten the telecast by giving out some of the awards during commercial breaks. Oh, thank God. So why those shows are like four hours long, I have no idea. And they're even longer than that because they always do a red carpet thing. And typically they don't end right at 10. Mm-mm. It's very, very rare. Granted, I mean, it's... You know, this is live TV and there's only, I understand there's only so much that you can control to actually be like, okay, we are going to finish right at 10, you know. Well, especially that's why they turn on the music and then try to get people off the stage. Which I love. That's my favorite. You've been talking too long. I love that. You've been talking too long. Get off the stage. I like when it's like playing chicken. Yeah. When it's the person who's on the microphone who's like, I'm not giving up this privilege. You will not stop me. Yeah. And then they're like, the music's playing. You can't hear a word that they're saying. And they're still up there. And all you hear them is like violently mouthing like who they're <laughs> thankful for. <laughs> I'm so thankful for my mom. For who? What? What? I can't lip read. <laughs> I what? need to know. Why are you screaming? <laughs> and you always read like, you know, at practically every single award show you, you know, you read about someone getting cut off. 
than being mad. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, it happens. I mean, because celebrities don't have an ego or anything. (laughs) Pretty much. No. (laughs) But it's, you know, it is a cool thing because it could give, you know, some movies that maybe don't necessarily get the due respect that they deserve. You're going to say due process. (laughs) The due process. Disney does not get their due process. Getting getting legal up in here. You know, but it, and actually Disney animated films are a really good example of how sometimes, at least in my opinion, you do have animated films that are one of the best movies of the year. And this is maybe a good way to get them an award. Also, don't forget that uh, for your consideration ads are a huge thing in L.A. and actually drive a lot of revenue for, you know, billboard companies, the magazines, newspapers. And so if you have studios now that have a whole nother category to do things like, you know, for your consideration, Black Panther, because, you know, Marvel's got the cash to do that. Oh, yeah. And actually, I think Black, I want to say Black Panther is actually one that could be a legitimate best film contender anyways, from what I've heard and read Hmm. for this year. So, but anyways, it's going to be interesting to see what the Oscars do with that and how it actually maybe does affect or maybe it doesn't affect the telecast and what we see and what we end up liking or disliking about it in the end. Well, I feel like if they gave out some of those inane words that nobody gives a crap about, which are the ones that's like, best second tier wardrobe design goes to, and you're like, who? What? I, what are they talking about? Like, people want to see the main ones. Yeah. Best actor, best supporting actress, best film, yeah. best director, yeah. and maybe best musical score. Yeah. I feel like those are usually the top ones that, at least for me, I don't know. I could be a lone wolf on this. But that is usually the stuff I want to see. I do not care about these, like, little bitty ones. Some of the other random stuff. Oh, my gosh. I always feel like I'm like, I don't know who this is. And then they're always the people. Those are always the people that go up there and are like, I want to thank Sue Sam. Uh, Sue, you know, that one inside joke. <laughs> that was so funny. Um, and then I want to thank Bill. Bill? Bill's Bill gotta, back there. Gotta thank Bill. Bill. Thank you so much. I want to thank God, <laughs> my wife, my kids. I'm like, you want a second string award, go sit down. Well, and it's, You get a thank you and you get to go sit down. You know, it's weird because I feel like out of all the awards, we're at a point, I think, with the Grammys that it pretty much is popular stuff. I mean, sure, you do have some of your perennials like, oh, Bob Dylan released an album you know he's gonna get nominated just Mm. because he's bob dylan you have people like that for sure and but a majority of things like the grammys now are are popular it is bruno mars it is beyonce it's and and that hasn't helped and i think a part of it is because no one really wants to sit like you said for four hours Mm -mm. and watch all of this i think more people honestly probably will watch like you know, the e-red carpet for the oh, Oscars yeah. and, and to see, you know, the dresses and see everyone come in. I think more people do that and are interested in that because it's half an hour. Right. I say they should get me in charge of the Oscars. I could have people in and out of that in 45 minutes. But also, let's all just take a moment to appreciate the fact that this may mean that Deadpool 2 could get an Oscar. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> We're actually, rooting for you, Ryan Reynolds. And actually, and I made you watch this video for the Celine Dion song, Ashes, yes. which yes. is from the soundtrack. Yes. There's no way that that song's not going to be nominated oh, for, for sure. Best Original Song. For sure. 
So I'm counting on that. I'm counting on Celine. I'm counting on Ryan Reynolds to come out. I'm hoping she performs it. If they want people to watch the Oscars this year, this is my Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Celine Dion. Ryan Reynolds. On stage. Just like reenact the music video, which is Ryan Reynolds obviously dressed as Deadpool doing choreography to the song well, as he, Celine Dion belts it out. And he did like flash dance kind oh of stuff. Oh my gosh. Too, it was right? amazing. Yes. I mean, granted, but there's some question of what was, you know, what was him and what wasn't. Oh, of course. But, but still, if you want people to watch the Oscars, that's what you need. You need Celine. You need Deadpool. The podcast has spoken. There you go. <laughs> well, thank you so much, people, for tuning in to another exhilarating episode of the podcast. <laughs> How they let us do this, we have no idea. <laughs> uh, you can check us out on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, go to newsgazette.com, click on podcasts, or you can go to iTunes and search for us on News Gazette, the podcast. Woo! Um, I think that's all of the things. I, we are very sorry to our fans that we did not have an episode last week, but somebody had to go on vacation. Sorry. <laughs> I wasn't here. <laughs> but anyway, thank you so much. I'm Whitney. And I'm Allie. Bye. Bye.